Hello, and welcome to the Say It Out Loud podcast. I am your host, Christine Daynard, and the goal of this podcast is to encourage you to live your best and most authentic life by digging deeper and finding connection through vulnerability. I believe we have been taught that vulnerability is a weakness, when in fact, it is our superpower. In this space, I will share personal stories and conversations with others so you can be empowered by their strength and inspired to take action in your own life. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's get started. Well, hello and welcome back. Thank you so much for being here. I am recording this episode as my dog lays on my bed to have a little snooze. But if you don't know anything about my dog, Oscar, he is a corgi poo. (laughs) If you've never seen this breed of dog before, they're not all that common. Uh, He is a combination of a corgi and a miniature poodle. And he is very lippy and sassy and um, has a very big voice. And in fact, so much so that if you heard him barking or howling away in the house while you were outside, you would think you were coming up to a house with a giant dog in it. But no, no, you are not. You are entering a home with this 30-pound, although feisty, little corgi poo. So I'm really hoping that while we have this conversation, that he just simmers down. He's sleeping right now. So let's hope nothing dramatic happens. You know, you you move the wrong way in this place and he kind of stirs up trouble. So uh, we're just going to hope that we get uh, him to relax while we have this conversation. So... I will do my best to edit him out if and when that's possible. (laughs) Just want you to know that it's very possible. Um, If you're also not familiar with Oscar, now he doesn't post, he, I don't post as much on his social media account as I used to, but his social media account is Oscar the Corgi Poo on Instagram. And uh, from the time he was a puppy, I shared through this account about his adventures. And I don't share there as much anymore, but if you want to see Oscar, he's there. You can check him out and give him a follow. And, uh, you know, you can see his cuteness as he's grown from a very little puppy. But believe it or not, today, I'm actually not even here to talk about my Oscar. I just am mentioning him because he's here in a very uh, big part of my life. And sometimes he's going to find himself in episodes, <laughs> whether I like it or not. But today, I wanted to um, just share a little reflection with you and a little story with you. Um, I find that what's really interesting is like, and maybe you can maybe you can resonate with this, but, you know, oftentimes we go through life and, you know, things are happening and you know sometimes we choose to or not to do things because we're like oh god like do I really want to do that it's going to take forever like the whole the commitment is a year or it's two years or whatever and you know how, how badly do I want it or um you know do I have enough time to really do that it's going to take up so much of my time but when you really think about time and when you start doing things or commit to different things time goes by so quickly, you know? So for me, I'm really reflecting on this last year. So from October last year to October this year, so October 2022 to this October 2023, a lot has changed in my world. And I'll bet a lot has changed in your world. Certainly, if you have been leaning into, um, you know, change and leaning more into maybe something you wanted to do differently or something you wanted to approach differently um, or uh, something you wanted to take up or just, you know, 
challenge yourself in some different way. And, uh, you know, a year goes by really quickly. And sometimes, you know, you can look back and think not a whole lot has changed. But when you're really digging in, like I've been really digging in and making some real big leaps and, and really doing a lot of different things that I have never done before. Um, And uh, so I find that like, while we're in the moment, it's sometimes hard to recognize all the things that we've been able to either accomplish or try or be challenged by or learn. And then we sit and we reflect back on a year and go, wow, like I did all that, like all that has changed or so much of my life has changed. And I'm really kind of sitting in that position this time, like right now. And, um, you know, I know that a lot of people wait until the new year to reflect on the previous year, but, you know, I don't believe in New Year's resolutions and I don't always think that a new year starts in January. You know, I think that we can decide when our new year, when we can decide when our big change is going to happen and how we're going to, you know, approach the next, you know, 12 months or six months or whatever. Um, For me, it just happened to start last October. So I'm going to reflect now. And, um, and yeah, that's where we're going to start. So I know that a lot of you have been following all along for quite a bit of my journey and know that I, you know, left my business last December my original business, the Buzz Tour Company. And um, really, it took me whew, it took me a long time to come to that decision. And I think the biggest thing, and I shared this on socials this week, but I think the biggest thing that sort of had me stuck in it, had me reeling in it, was that I didn't First of all, I didn't want to be seen as a failure, right? I was afraid of what people were going to think of me or what they were going to say or what it meant about me that my business failed. Um, And I also didn't know what I was going to do next. You know, like I had no idea what was next for me. I just knew that I could no longer continue to move in the direction I was moving and that things had changed so much in the business and there's so much to it. I couldn't possibly even try to wrap it up in a couple of minutes to express to you, um, you know, what was really going on. But ultimately, after a few years of living in those few years of our lives, um, really, really made it difficult to continue with my business. And, you know, what's really funny is we start things and sometimes like, I think this is part of our culture and we're sort of brought up this way is that, you know, it's like you start something, you have to finish it. You have to see it through. You have to hunker down and keep on going and, you know, see it to the end. And this is sort of part of our mentality. And I certainly felt that throughout the last year of the business. I really felt like I needed to just keep on going. And I just remember going through that whole year and month after month, I was just like, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize I was burned out, burnt out until it was like too late, (laughs) almost too late. It's like, um, everything seemed so difficult. Everything was like climbing up a mountain, all the little things and all the big things, like none of the things were working out the way that I wanted them to work out or nothing was flowing. And, you know, I've, I've learned to like lean into a life of flow and ease. That's certainly what I want. You know, I don't want to live in this life or this experience anymore with like constantly fighting for things, you know, constantly working so hard that you're, you're so exhausted from pushing and lighting the candle at both ends that you end up in burnout where I did anyway, that's the second or maybe even third time I've actually experienced burnout. And I'll tell you, if you haven't experienced it, it's not a whole lot of fun. And, um, but I think that it is part of that culture in us. It's part of this upbringing that we have certainly here in North America and certainly here in Canada, Ontario, where we are and, um, or where I am. And, 
you know, I was really battling kind of like how to approach that. And I didn't really know what to do with all those things that I was feeling. And of course, this part of me thought like that I had to keep going, I had to continue because that's what we do. <laughs> we fight to the bitter end. And, you know, it wasn't until I uh, was taking a surprise trip to me to Costa Rica with a couple of friends to unplug for a week and just let go of whatever was going on in my work world and my business world and pull myself out of it and go and have an experience and completely remove myself from everything that I was sort of stuck in at that time. And everything about my, in my brain, everything in my head wanted to resist this, this escape from the world around me, this, this, this big hole I had kind of made for myself. And, um, I resisted going, but everything in my gut was like, Christine, go, you need to get like picked up and drop down somewhere different that you can get a fresh perspective and you can start to feel different things other than frustration and anger and, you know, challenge, constant challenge, constant challenge. So I did. I took this trip last minute with some friends and within 24 hours of being there, I had made the decision to close the business. Like that's how quickly I realized what was going on. Uh, you know, I come to this beautiful place where we're staying at this Airbnb that was in the middle of the jungle and we're surrounded by these humongous leafy trees and monkeys jumping from one tree to the next. Like it was just an incredible place and it was just like how am I living this stressful life when like this is out there? You know, it's like, what is so important about this thing that I'm doing? And it's making my life so hard and miserable. And then I sit here for 24 hours and I look around me and it's like, wow, what a reminder of the fact that we live once, you know, we only get one shot at this. And you know, to keep doing things that are holding us in a, in a pattern that we don't find ourselves feeling good in or showing up great in, or like I said, having ease and flow in, then, you know, it's like, what's it for? You know, I really started to evaluate that. And I think too, like those three years in our life really had us evaluating a lot of things. And then certainly by that point, I was, I was in like over stress mode that I had, I think stopped evaluating and was just in go mode until I hit the brakes, ended up in Costa Rica in the jungle. And 24 hours later, I was like, wow, I realized I really need to let this go. And you know, you've made a good decision for yourself and you know that it feels good even just having the words escape your lips when everything in your body just goes, <sighs> like you feel a release, you feel relief. <laughs> and you know, there are a number of things that can indicate that we've made a good decision for us. And that is certainly one for me. It's like when my body feels good, when my body's energy feels good, it's like an indicator and that was uh that was a that was an absolute indicator to me that I was doing the right thing. But what's interesting, of course, is you know we're human, and even when we make decisions, and even when we're somebody who is continually practicing, you know, becoming a better human, or you know, not beating ourselves up for things, or trying to silence the, you know, the the repetitive stories that our mind plays over and over again, you know, stories that we've made up about ourselves, and stories that other people have told us about us, and what we are or aren't capable of, and what we can and cannot do, and what we should or shouldn't do, you know? And, um, 
um, it can be really hard to get out of that sort of think space. But I think that, um, you know, I really pushed myself to get out of my own head and come home from that trip to Costa Rica and figure out sort of like an exit strategy and how I was going to leave the business behind and how I was going to move forward. And like I mentioned a couple minutes ago, you know, I didn't really know what was next. I didn't know what the next steps were. It's not like I had a job to fall back into. I didn't have any real specific ideas on what I wanted to do. I I just knew a couple things. Number one, I knew that a, well, I needed to let it go. Number two, I knew I needed to take a couple of months at the very least to uh, reset my body because everything from head to toe, I was, like I mentioned, I was burnt out. I was overstressed. I wasn't sleeping. Um, I think I've mentioned this in the podcast before. I hadn't had a period in a whole year. <laughs> in that, in, within that first couple of days of being in Costa Rica, I got my first period in over a year. So like, you see where I'm going with this? Like I was at this point where it was like, I needed to hit the reset button and take time for me because this is something that I didn't do very often. Uh-oh, uh-oh, here we go. Hold on. Oscar. Hey, I'm just going to interrupt this episode right here for a second because I want to invite you to join me in the Joy Project community. It's a place where me and a sisterhood of women are building meaningful connections with each other, where we don't feel the need to hold back or put on our best face. We just show up as we are. It's a place to be encouraged to say the things out loud, to build your confidence, to learn about yourself and learn how to lean into your authenticity it might be time for you to consider joining us. If you're feeling the pull for deeper connections, you want to have more honest conversations and find a place you belong simply by being you. We meet online every week and we host an in-person social once every few months within the Waterloo region. So if you're feeling the pull to be a part of a group of women who are leaning in to focus on the good, to see life with a half cup full perspective and lifting each other up, this just might be what you've been looking for. Learn more and join us by visiting itsmechristinedca slash community. I really can't wait to see you in there. Okay, at this point, I'm not sure how much of Oscar I was able to edit out, um, but I had a feeling that might happen. So now I have to try to pick up where I left off, which I think where I was going was um, I was talking about how I really knew that I needed to take a break. I knew that I needed to hit the the pause button so I could recenter in myself and then figure out my next strategy. And, you know, I know you're probably listening to this and thinking, well, that is not typically what people do or, um, you know, like this is sort of like a backwards approach. It's like usually you figure the thing out and then you go and do the thing. And yeah, you know what, that's, that's probably true for a lot of people, but you know, sometimes we just have to listen to ourselves, you know, sometimes we just have to listen to our bodies when they speak to us. And mine was yelling at me (laughs) by this point. And I knew that if I had just jumped into another job at that time, or jumped into something, I wouldn't have given myself the time to come back, like to settle my nervous system, to reset the clock to like reset me, which is something I certainly needed. I really, really needed that. And I'm so glad that I took that time. I have absolutely no regrets about doing it. And, you know, I think that oftentimes like our, when, when we're thinking about doing something like that, 
I mean, I know at first, like my brain was in overdrive because my brain was trying to figure it all out. You know, my brain was trying to figure out where's the money going to come. My brain was trying to figure out like, what's the next thing going to be? And, and I had to get myself to a point where I had to come from my head and back down into my body and into my heart to make some good decisions for me. Because none of us make good decisions when we're in stress. And I know that I had been under really high stress, certainly in those last three years, like really solid high stress situation going on, having to constantly make shifts and changes in how you're doing business and completely flip flop how your whole business structure works. I mean, I can't even tell you how many times I had to do that in those three years. And um, yeah, like I just really needed, I needed that time for me and realized that it was more important to take care of me than it was to figure out the details and get in my head and let it take over and, and try to make those decisions out of stress, right? So I chose to take a little time and ended up working with a coach who really helped to guide me and ultimately, number one, helped me settle my nervous system. Uh, which I am now kind of coming to terms with the fact that I actually think that I've been in fight or flight in my body for probably most of my life. (laughs) And I've always been a pretty big achiever. I've always been somebody who goes the extra mile, you know, like it's always been, I've always been the person who is the one who stays late and who, you know, puts an extra work and who makes sure that all the things are in place and they're just exactly right. And, you know, I've taken a long time to like unravel myself from perfection or feeling like perfection was a thing that I could possibly continue to do because it's not, it's not something you can maintain forever. Uh, because, uh, newsflash perfection isn't actually a thing. Um, it's sort of in our heads that, you know, when we have, I think, uh, certainly in my experience and a lot of people that I talk with and a lot of uh, women that I coach is like, you know, when we're in fight or flight all the time and when we're, um, when we have faced a lot of like trauma in our lives and most of us have faced a lot of trauma, we just often don't realize it. It's not really talked about. It's not really something that, you know, our generation did certainly not as a Gen Xer is talk about those things. And, um, and yeah, so if fight or flight is something pretty major, like your body is constantly in overdrive mode. And when you're a perfectionist, it's like you're, um, you've either always been taught or you've often been told that what you're doing isn't good enough. You never feel good enough. You never feel like you've quite met the mark. And, um, as a result, you strive for perfection and pretty much kill yourself to try to get something perfect so that you'll be accepted, so that you'll be loved, so that you'll get affirmation, so that you'll feel like you've achieved something. You've been a good girl. You've done something right. And uh, it's been more recently that I learned really what perfection kind of meant and what it meant to try to reach perfection. And if you're listening to this right now and you sort of see yourself in that, and maybe this is the first time you're hearing that, it's a very real thing. And as we start to like unravel our need to try to be perfect because it's not realistic, it's not an achievable goal, and we start to realize like what that's attached to deep inside of us, it really starts to take on different meaning. And I have been on on purpose practicing not having perfection 
not trying to live up to that standard because it's not possible. And I'm pretty certain that it's a big part of why I have experienced burnout now at least twice in my adult life. And maybe three times if I really dig deep, I'm I there's a third time I'm pretty sure that I burnt out as well, but I just was able to respond a little quicker. Um, and uh, but yeah, like I'm pretty sure my body has been in fight or flight for like most of my life. And if you don't know anything about fight or flight, it's like your the way that your body responds. Um, it's like your your body doesn't fully relax, and so when your body can't fully relax, and you're always kind of like hyper aware, and you're always like trying to figure out or you know take care of things or be aware of what's going on around you and like be able to respond to things. Like if you're constantly in a place like that it really, really wears on you and your nervous system has a really hard time settling in. And so that is a big piece of what this coach was able to help me do was to settle my nervous system, number one, but also helped me kind of get in touch with this inner child in me, this, the version of me who was a young kid who was told that, you know, I had to grow up faster and I had to, you know, do all these things and be serious and have goals and have a five-year plan and and aspire for this perfection, this elusive perfection and constantly be busy and like all of these things. And, um, you know, when we tap into our inner child, we're able to realize like not only did our child self, you know, our seven-year-old self want to play and have fun and just learn through play and experience, but truly our adult selves actually want to do the same things. (laughs) Our adult selves, I think, are angry and frustrated and living in this way of the world because we're missing this piece of like fun in our lives. We're missing this piece of like being able to bring joy and activity and experience and playfulness into our world because it's like it's not professional to be playful, you know? It like all of these sort of rules and boxes that we've been surrounded around our entire lives don't allow us to color outside of them. And what I really, what I really learned and worked through with this coach of mine was connecting to that inner child and realizing that, that she's still with me and, um, and that a lot of the reason I was frustrated in certain things or, or reaching for this perfectionism or um, any of these things is because my needs weren't met even as a child, right? Or I was asked to grow up too fast or had expectations on me that, you know, really didn't allow me to continue to be a kid and, and be playful as an adult and enjoy my life. Like if you really think about it, like we got one shot at this, right? I mean, I talk about this fairly often, actually. It comes in a conversation quite a bit with me because, you know, I, I guess I'm a big fan of like calling the elephant on the room. And, you know, the truth is we are human and we don't last forever. <laughs> and we're here for an experience. And if we are not experiencing, um, you know, change and, and realizing that we have very little time. And I think maybe, maybe partly this is like a midlife thing too, right? Like as you come into midlife, you're like, oh, <laughs> like my, you know, my twenties were all for fun. And then my thirties, it was like, you're trying to figure it out. And then by the time you get to your forties, it's like, you feel like you've sort of figured out a lot of things. And then by the time you get to almost 50, I'm 48. So by the time you get to this stage, you're like, okay, like, you know what? I mean, I've got some ways to go and, and hopefully I last for a lot longer, but you know what, if I don't, 
like this is this is my opportunity. This is the time in my life that is if I'm going to make an impact for me and if I'm going to enjoy the rest of my life, like I, I'm going to be picking and choosing the things that I want to do. And it's not going to be doing the same things that have always made me frustrated, angry, feeling alone, you know, feeling drawn to this like need of perfection, need to be perfect and, and striving for perfection. Um, it's it's I want to enjoy life and I want to help other people enjoy life. That's ultimately what that has that has boiled into for me. It's like, you know, learning to de-stress my body, learning to tap into ways to uh, manage my stress and, you know, breathe more (laughs) and, and also tap into more play and joy more has really been a huge help for that. And of course, as I was going through some of this transition and some of this change in time earlier this year, um, you know, naturally, it's like sort of in the back of your mind, you're always like, okay, well, what's going to be this next thing? And our minds tend to take the driver's seat, right? Like our minds tend to be wanting to be in control. And our minds, again, play and replay all these stories and these ideas and these beliefs that we've had for as long as we've been around and um, really can talk us out of doing things because we think we believe something that our mind is telling us. But really, um, really, it's like stories that we've been told or stories we've told ourselves about why we shouldn't or can't or, you know, shouldn't be able to or there's all these rules and again, boxes around it. So um, maybe I'm talking gibberish. Maybe you're like listening to me thinking, Christine, you sound totally nuts. Well, maybe I am a little nuts. (laughs) But I'll tell you, I'd rather be a little nuts and uh, learning myself better, uh, figuring out my direction better by being curious than by just sitting in stress and not enjoying myself. You know what I mean? So long in the story short, really the long and the long of it is that through this process, you know, I really, I really knew that I just wanted to lean into doing things that felt right for me. Because maybe you can relate to this too. Like I had spent so much of my life doing the things that I thought I was supposed to do, thought that I should do, uh, was told to do, was recommended to do, was given advice on how to do. And so I had kind of you know, gone from that, you know, place of asking other people what they thought and asking people what they thought that I should do, which never really resulted in a good um, outcome, (laughs) right? Because I'm still searching for whatever that is for me. And as soon as we ask other people what their response is or what they think about what we want to do or like what they think we should do, we're now putting the onus on them and now we're taking their reflections and their experience and maybe their bias about what it is that we want to do and they're going to project that back onto us and and maybe tell us that it's not a good idea maybe tell us that we shouldn't do it and then we don't because we think the people around us think that we're crazy and we shouldn't do that thing so we don't do it right so I feel like um, maybe I'm talking in circles here maybe again maybe I sound like I'm nuts but Um, I actually in my body feel the most me I've ever felt. And, you know, as a result of just leaning in and listening to what my body wants me to do, what feels good for me, instead of going out to the world and saying, hey, I want to do this thing, what do you think? Instead, now it's like, I just keep conjuring up ideas and I keep leaning into what feels right or what comes to me. And I'm like, huh. And one of those first things was, I really want to have a podcast. 
And this is something that like, you know, I I had been dreaming about doing a podcast for a long time, like years. (laughs) I was going to launch a podcast during the pandemic and then it just never came to fruition. And, um, but that was one of the very first things that I wanted to do. And of course my brain's like, but how are you going to do that? And that is crazy. And you don't get paid for that. You know, like all these, all again, all of these voices and all these beliefs and these stories that we tell ourselves, um, instead of just like feeling it and going, yeah, you know what, that's where I want to start. And this most beautiful thing happened when I decided to listen to how I felt and listen to what was what was really going on inside of me and and lean into that that dream or that thought or that feeling that I was having, I started to do it. And as I started to do it, not only did it feel great, but it was helping people. And, you know, by sharing these stories, my stories and experiences and other people's stories and experiences, we get to hear things out loud. So some of the likely dialogue, maybe even some of the things that I have been saying, you're like sitting there nodding, going, oh my God, like, is this girl in my head? Like, because that's what happens. We're more connected and alike than we think. But many of us don't talk about the things that I'm talking about because or that we talk about in this podcast because it's just not socially acceptable to do. So I'm kind of all for that. You know, when it's not socially acceptable, I'm like, hmm, let's tap that on the shoulder and find out why. (laughs) Because who created that rule? Why was it created? And who is it protecting? Because, you know, and who is it helping? Because at the end of the day, you know, I look at it like if we're all more connected and realizing that we're more alike than we think, and that we're actually not alone in how we're feeling and what we're experiencing, like, wow, you imagine what a world that it would be if most of us could just come out and say what's on our hearts and talk about the things that are bothering us or talk about the things that we've done or experienced and the things that have happened to us and be able to just get that out of our bodies and get that off our chest and be able to roll forward and know that there are other people out there that have experienced similar things and that healing can happen. <laughs> wow. Like that's utopia, you know? That would be an amazing place if we could actually all talk about it. And so that's maybe not realistic and maybe not certainly publicly, but somehow I believe I was given this gift of being able to speak and use words and say things out loud. And um, maybe at one point in my life, I felt shame for saying certain things because I was led to believe I should feel shameful for saying and doing certain things. But now I'm like, no, no holds bar. Like, this is it. I'm going to share these things. Because every time I share my stories, every time I talk about these things out loud, people that I talk to are nodding their head in agreement, and then it gives them permission to open up. And guess what happens? My story in releasing my story allows them to release theirs. And maybe as you're listening to this, maybe it's allowing you to release yours. There is magic in that. And that was the very first thing I knew I wanted to do. It was like, I want to say things out loud. I want to help people know that they're not alone. I want to help people realize that their story may be unique to them, but their experience is, they're they're not alone in that experience. Other people have had similar things happen or they feel similar ways about themselves. And I'm going to talk about all those things here. And in this podcast alone, I'm going to talk about a lot of these things, right? Like, Again, some of you might be like, whatever, hit the pause or cancel or I'm like out of here button because this girl's like off her rocker. But I'll bet you a lot of you are listening going like, yeah, yes, I want more of that. 
I want to feel like I'm in charge of my life in the sense that things feel good to me and I'm not just putting in my time somewhere, hustling my ass off, doing something that I don't really want to do when I could be following my heart and doing something else in the world and allowing abundance to show up when it's ready to show up, when we really need it to show up. So I really leaned into that. And that was in February of this year, 2023. And the next thing that I knew that I felt this calling to do was to build a community. And at first, I actually didn't see how the two connected, funny enough. And maybe that seems obvious now. And now that I think about it, it is actually really obvious now. The connection is clearly there. But at the time, I didn't really see the connection directly. I just knew I wanted to build a community. And I just kept having these, like, call them dreams, call them visions of, like, you know, women collecting together and learning to trust themselves and building their confidence and feeling better about themselves and releasing this, you know, stuff that's trapped up in them or tripped up in them. And I really saw that. And, and then I built the Joy Project community. And, you know, that is a place where, you know, it's, it's still growing, it's still fairly new. But it's a, it's a place where women are coming together. It's like a sisterhood. It's this beautiful place where we're like leaning on each other, we're learning together, we're learning how to build, you know, confidence and use our voices and, and practice the things to becoming better humans and, you know, leaning into being less perfect and being okay with it and, and, and sharing our experiences and talking about the things out loud, like, all of those things are happening in this community, in this safe space where, you know, I always say to the group, it's like, this is a place for you to practice, right? This is a place for you to practice being all the things you want to be out in the world because you, it, sometimes it feels way too big, way too much to get out there and go out into the world and be like, blah, here I am, <laughs> right? I'm changing all these things. This is who I am now. Like it feels way too inconceivable to do that for a lot of us, right? And, and including me. So when we're in like this community, we're, we're in this smaller community and we all have a similar idea of the direction we want to head and that we want to do things differently and we want more for ourselves. And it's a place that you can practice in that and feel safe in that and make friendships in that and feel calm in that and feel no judgment like it is just such an incredible place and I I dreamt it I felt it and I was like I'm gonna do that and that was the next thing I started and as I was building that community I also started to do like some group like mentorship and some one-on-one mentorship and like all of the pieces started to come together And as I continue to speak out loud in this podcast, I have started to trust myself and I've started to trust my voice even more. And I've started to learn that like I spent a lot of years not sharing my voice, not saying what was really on my heart and really holding it back. And now that I'm doing it all the time, it's becoming easier and easier to do. It's a practice right? And now that I'm doing that more and more, of course, it's become an interest of mine to do some public speaking and to get in front of audiences of women and to be able to share with them some of the experiences that I've gone through so that they can also reflect in my experience and it releases them and it allows them to move, right? Like all of this is like part and parcel. It's like you meet one person who talks about their story and it's like this ripple effect, this domino effect. Like it just, it, it reaches out into all those other people and that makes impact, that makes change happen. Happen, right? So um, it's all been a really beautiful year. And I really wanted to share in this episode simply that is <laughs> simply nothing. I mean, I've been talking for 30 minutes roughly. 
Um, maybe it's not so simple in the sense of like, now I'm speaking about all these things that have happened and all this progress that has happened for me inside of me as I, you know, work on me and as I practice myself in the world and just being more of who I am. Um, you know, all the parts are coming together and I couldn't see it at first, right? I was so scared. What am I going to do next? And, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm, you know, financially abundantly miracle child and I've made it all the way and I'm rolling in dough. Of course not. That hasn't happened yet. My abundance hasn't fully come in yet. But I feel like what's what's interesting is that, again, we are really taught to believe that our success is in our financial reward. And when you're building something new, it sometimes takes time or it always actually takes time for it to fully show up. And, and that's okay. I'm okay with it. Right? I'm okay with it because I've learned so much about myself in this last year. I feel so much more calm and in my body this year. I feel so much more at ease. And um, I just feel so much more confident in who I am and my ability to put my voice out there and to show up authentically in the spaces that I show up in. Like, like that to me is worth <laughs> far more than any monetary value that I could have asked for, you know? And just to look at where I have landed today in my practice and becoming the best version of myself or the better version of myself is like I'm, I've made movement and so much in me has changed in a year. So much. Like I reflect back on that girl, that woman who, you know, on the plane to Costa Rica, I was still stressing about things that I was probably going to miss as a result of getting out of town on a really last minute plane ride. You know, like I was so caught up in fearing my failure that I didn't even realize like it was going to make me really sick. Like I was on the trajectory to not be in a very good place. <laughs> I was already not in a very good place, but it was progressively getting worse. And, um, and a year later, how much change has happened, how much more me I feel is pretty, it's pretty fucking incredible. So I wanted to share this story with you today because, you know, we don't have to know what the outcome is. We don't have to know exactly where we're going to land and I know our brains often like go immediately into freeze mode when someone like me says that now it's just like, what do you mean? I'm not going to know what's going to happen. Like I have to know what the outcome is going to be. Like this is the way that we've been operating. But when we start to like move ourselves out of operating in that way and operating in a way that feels good for us um, <laughs> and for just leaning into who we are, wow, it's incredible how we can show up in the world how we can inspire others to live a life that they really want to live, you know, to start doing the things that just make more sense to us and feel better for us and have us living in a life that's not so stressful, not so crazy all the time, feeling like we have to do all these things. Those have tos and those shoulds and those musts, they're all made up. <laughs> and most of them live in our heads. And when we start to shift our mindset and work differently, live differently, practice differently, different things start to show up. And at the end of the day, when you become more of yourself, when you allow yourself the freedom to be more of who you are, 
and to lean into what's on your heart. Wow. It's like, it's magical. So I share this because wherever you are on your journey today, and you're leaning into something that feels impossible, or you have a dream that people around you have either already told you that it's nuts or crazy, or you shouldn't start that thing, or what do you mean you're going to walk away from that, you know, six-figure job or whatever, whatever it is. You know, you know in you what you're, what's, what you're capable of doing, just like I did. And everything in my gut, in my body was trying to teach me to choose differently. And for a long time, I ignored it. And a year later, I'm still figuring it out. Actually, no, I wouldn't want to change that phrase and say, I'm still curiositying it out. <laughs> it's a new word. Curiositying. <laughs> let's, let's, let's get that one in the dictionary. Um, I'm being curious about what's next. And ultimately, I know I'm here to help others. I'm here to help other people realize their greatness too and realize that they can use their voice and build their confidence and do what's more on their heart without living this you know, this life that they feel like they have to because that's what the world has told them. So if you're leaning in or if you're standing on the edge, you don't know what the outcome is going to be, but you've got this nudge inside of you. I just got to say, like, go for it. Do what's right for you. Do what feels good for you and trust yourself and be who you are. So all of that being said, That is uh, another episode on the Say It Out Loud podcast, and I truly look forward to having you come back again soon, and I hope you have a great day. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode. I'd like to invite you to hit the follow button on this podcast so you'll be notified when the next one drops. And if you liked this episode, please leave a review as it will help others to find this message. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook at It's Me Christine D. Or if you'd like to connect about being a guest on the show, ask me about group or one-on-one joy and mindset coaching, learn more about the Joy Project community, or consider hiring me for your next speaking engagement, please visit It's Me Christine D.ca. Thank you again, and I'll see you next time.